0: From the Gettysburgian and 91.1 WZBT Gettysburg I'm Ben Ponce and this is On Target.
1: And I'm Mary Fraser. Today on On Target, we'll dig into the college's plan to add a business major, recap this week at student senate, and talk about how a squirrel took down the college's power grid.
0: Then we'll air an audio recording of a story I wrote last May that outlines what happened with the business major last spring and I'll set you up to know what's going on this fall. Stay with us. All right, let's get into the news here. This first story is fairly ridiculous. Uh, A few weeks ago, in fact, during orientation, a squirrel was responsible for a campus-wide power outage that lasted several hours. I believe two to be exact. Two, I suppose, could be construed as several. And in any case, during that time, the Department of Public Safety's phone lines went out, which seems not great if a squirrel uh, can take out the DPS phone lines this week, We learned that that was because of a power generator failure. Bill Lafferty, the director of DPS, uh, says that this is the first time in 18 years that the phone lines have gone out due to that particular incident and that our friends at facilities are going to have that situation worked out right quick. And, uh, well, we'll see what happens, but... In the intermittent during the event, they released some cell phone numbers of, I guess, various DPS officials that were on duty to the campus for non-emergencies and then directed people to call 911 if there was an emergency. Uh, But in any case, Mary, you learned about 15 seconds ago that it was a squirrel that was responsible for this little event. Comments?
1: That's hysterical. Um, I really (laughs) want to know what the squirrel did, that it could do that much damage.
0: Well, so apparently, and and I'm not exactly an expert on, like, circuits or anything like that. But apparently down by the quarry pond, okay, there are some power lines. And, in fact, there are two adjacent power lines, and a squirrel touched both of them at the same time, and then its body thus completed the circuit, and there was, like, a little explosion. Did the squirrel die? Interesting question, actually. Apparently, now, no one has been willing, no one from the college has been willing to tell you this on their record, but... I've been told kind of on background and, uh, you know, from there that the squirrel was alive when the power crew showed up. It is not clear whether the squirrel remained alive after the power crew showed up. Oh, God. Uh, but in any case, a little squirrel was responsible uh, for everyone at Gettysburg College losing power. And, uh, you know.
1: So the squirrel couldn't touch two lines at the same time? Evidently.
0: Seems like a design error.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: that—that's—that's that's what I've been told by uh, the the head of communications for the college, who was on the phone, or I guess texting back and forth with the uh, DPS investigator at the time, and that's what they determined was the cause. But uh, you know, it, it just makes you feel good that a squirrel can take down the grid here at Gettysburg College.
1: That's a yikes.
0: Uh, yikes, indeed. Speaking of yikes, uh, the next story on the docket is the, the ongoing fun and escapade that is the Gettysburg College Student Senate. Uh, the first year class uh, voted this week to elect some class officers and some senators. Uh, the There was a high level of interest, I've been been told. There were something like 20 total candidates across all of these positions. Uh, Many of them are in the first year seminar that I'm PLAing. You know, only the best take Warshaw's Bush administration terror and torture debacle. Uh, (laughs) Indeed. And so the results of that should be announced very soon. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon. I've been told that the Senate Executive Board is meeting at five to review the results. I'm told turnout has been very high, maybe approaching 50% among the first year class, which would be a... Uh, a rather high display of political efficacy, so good for them. Uh, In contrast, the senior class has a grand total of zero class officers. We have exactly none right now. Uh, and, And so there's no one who can even appoint three of their closest friends to be the other three. There's just no one. So that situation still needs to be resolved. Senior class also has only two senators out of four, so, you know we could only harness half of the uh, interest of the first years. We might be able to at least represent ourselves in student government, but alas, it happens. Okay, uh, the other story that will be an emerging story in the, in the next couple of weeks that I thought we could spend a few minutes uh, discussing is the business major proposal. So first, a little background. Gettysburg College, for many decades, had a business administration major. It was determined about, well, a few decades ago, that that major attracted not very good students who spent not a whole lot of time doing not that much work and then graduated with their business degrees. (laughs) And so in 2006, the college convened a working group chaired by then interim provost Janet Morgan Riggs uh, to to review and make recommendations on the business administration program. Ultimately, it was refashioned as the Organization and Management Studies major, OMS, that we currently have today. There has since been added a business minor that I believe is the most popular minor on campus. Um, uh, Although Peace and Justice Studies, I believe, is giving it a run for its money in recent years, a credit undoubtedly to Hakeem Williams, who you know, runs that program with, with uh, a great deal of student interest, but that's really not the point of the business major. And so in any case, a couple of years ago, uh, perhaps two years ago to be exact, the college began internal conversations about the possibility of bringing back some kind of a business major. The rationale being that organization and management studies uh, focuses on a bigger picture and that Gettysburg College students are, or prospective Gettysburg College students, and particularly their parents, are interested in students graduating with some kind of a credential that has business in the title. Uh, there's national data to show that, that prospective students of, of, you know, heading into college Want are interested in studying business and that we should be prepared to meet that demand, particularly at a time when the demographic challenges have already manifested themselves this year as the Gettysburg College class was smaller than anticipated. The bottom line is that fewer students, particularly from the Northeast, are going to four-year liberal arts colleges and so that marketplace is becoming increasingly competitive and some of our competitors have business majors and so perhaps we should too. Last year, the management department, where the OMS major is currently housed, put forth a proposal that would have created a second major in business. It would have been required that you have another major that you would pair business with, similar to how the public policy or the international affairs program uh, runs today. And that proposal went, I'm not gonna say it went nowhere. Uh, It received significant attention at faculty meetings throughout the spring. And in fact, later in this this podcast, we will air a rather lengthy article that I wrote last spring uh, that kind of gets into the nitty-gritty of what happened. In fact, the article is titled, The Business Major, What Happened? Uh, But in any case, the business major proposal last spring was to create a double major, uh, a second major in business, uh, that would require students to make explicit connections between their primary major, whatever that may be, and business. And there was a great deal of concern uh, falling into a few camps. One camp was we already have too many double majors going on. People should uh, it undermines the spirit of the liberal arts to have people uh, you know, just trying to credential themselves as many ways as possible. Speaking as a double major in political science and public policy, I would agree with that assessment, the public policy program. Uh, has some unique challenges that are probably best left to another episode of this podcast. But in any case, that was one uh, concern. Another concern was about how this would be financially structured. Uh, already the college is trying to save money in, in various ways, and this is going to require at least two new uh, tenure-track faculty positions in that department. Um and you know, we'll see we'll see where that goes. So the proposal was pulled at the very last second before a vote last spring. Um, and, and then this fall, the management department, I, I suppose after having spent the summer working on this is coming forth with a new proposal. That proposal has not yet been released. I have spoken with a handful of people that have read it. I am told that the concept of a double major Uh, will be going out the window, that it will now be available as a single, as a standalone major in some fashion. I don't want to get too much into the details as quite frankly, the details have not yet clearly emerged. And so I don't want to get the cart out before the horse, but it sounds like this proposal will address some of the concerns raised last spring, although perhaps raise a new set of concerns on its own. Mary, I'm curious your thoughts on the concept of having a major in business.
1: I feel like it can be useful um, for some people. I do understand why the calls got rid of it originally, though, because I do feel like that is a major um, that's not always taken seriously. Um, but I feel like if it's built in a way that it has to be taken seriously, that can change it. Um, I personally have never looked for a business major or minor. I'm not an OMS minor. Um so it's not really de- affecting me um but if the college feels like that's what their demographic wants then I think that would be a smart move on their part. Um I'd also just want to know what the classes are going to be made of like you said there's two new professors but are there going to be specific business classes or is you know econ and political science classes going to be in there too like I like the idea of it being standalone, but is it going to be one of those standalones that it's really hard to double major with, or is it going to be easier, or are they going to be cross-listed courses?
0: Right. Yeah, so, I mean, those are all points that, that largely came up last spring as well. In terms of the courses, the core courses of this business major would, I believe, be the six courses that currently comprise the business minor, which off the top of my head include microeconomics from the econ department, some accounting courses, a finance course, uh, and, a, and a couple of others. There's one OMS course that's in there, and then I believe a some kind of a statistics course, although don't quote me on that. Uh, to your point about collaboration with the with cross-departmental uh, collaboration, that was a concern that was raised by the economics department, by at least one member, Char Weiss, who... Uh, objected to kind of the way in which uh, the proposal came about that the economics faculty was not um, really involved in developing the proposal at all that that if you want to have a distinctive business major perhaps it ought to be distinctive by uh, incorporating other departments he also mentioned that health uh, being one-sixth of the American economy that perhaps pr- Providing some distinction around uh, some some health, the the you know, health finance and 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 kind of that might be an area to pursue. But that was not part of the program. Of course, the college does have a health sciences major that's also relatively new, has been refashioned within the last several years. And so it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I think that um, on the whole. The college, uh, particularly the provost Chris Zappi, are are rather gung ho about this coming soon. In fact, uh, you know the quote that I ran with last spring was that the clock is ticking, um, and and you know the college is concerned about how it will be able to sustain itself um, through the the coming um, years of thinness, which I suppose is partly um, a factor of. The children of the financial crisis—you know, people had fewer children during the financial crisis—but uh, also, I think there are just some the, some broader uh, geographic shifts in where people are living in the United States. And increasingly, it's not the Mid Atlantic region. Um, and as a proud Mid Atlanticer myself, I you
1: know take mm, that for God. whatever it's
0: worth. <laughs> You're not a proud Mid Atlanticer.
1: I've never identified as a Mid Atlanticer.
0: How do you identify?
1: How do I identify? I identify as a Pennsylvania, Pennsylvanian, um, sometimes a Nazarene if I'm feeling like zesty. But that's only when people are like, you're from where Jesus was born? No, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, Pennsylvania
0: has lots of choices in that regard. There's Bethlehem.
1: Right next door to Nazareth. Allentown, also in that area, was originally supposed to be called Jerusalem. Um, But then they changed it. I didn't know that. Yeah, we were supposed to have the whole trio up in there, and then people were like, maybe we shouldn't do that. I forget what the exact reasoning was, Um, but we almost had, like, Jesus's life story up where I live. But it's all right.
0: Well, there you go. All right, well, we will be back in a moment with the bullet report, followed by a more in-depth discussion of the business major, and then in next week's episode, we will be chatting with the new police chief of Gettysburg, Rob Glennie is his name, uh, the, there are a number of issues that we will uh, endeavor to discuss with him. I think one issue that, that is actually remarkably timely is that the, the police just came out with a policy this weekend about hmm. how it will cooperate or not with federal immigration um, uh, authorities. Uh, and that's a topic that I know is of interest to many Gettysburg College citizens. And so we'll get into that with him next week. And until then, here comes the bullet report and then my lengthy story where I could not contain myself from writing several thousand words about the business major. It's time for Fall 2019's first edition of The Bullet Report. On August the 30th, the volleyball team defeated Lancaster Bible College 3-0. The field hockey team lost to Shenandoah 4-1. The men's cross country team finished third of eight at their invitational. The women's team finished fifth of seven. The men's soccer team defeated Catholic 3-0. And the women's soccer team defeated Mary Washington 3-0. And the volleyball team defeated Elizabethtown 3-0. On August the 31st, the volleyball team won 3-0 against South Virginia. The the men's soccer team lost 2-1 to the College of New Jersey. The volleyball team lost 3-0 to Messiah. The field hockey team on September the 1st defeated Washington and Lee 2-0. The women's soccer team lost, excuse me, the women's soccer team defeated Bridgewater 2-0. The field hockey team lost to Catholic 3-2 on September the 4th. The volleyball team lost 3-1 to Catholic. The volleyball team lost to Washington and Lee 3-2 on September the 6th. The men's cross country team finished 3rd of 6th at the Galen Piper Invitational. On September the sixth, the women's cross country team finished third of four at the same event. The men's golf team finished second of 14 at the York Spartan Invitational on the seventh. The women finished to second of five. The volleyball team lost to Southern Virginia three nothing on September the seventh. The field hockey team defeated Cabrini seven one. The volleyball team defeated Meredith three two. The men's soccer team lost to Christopher Newport three to two. The women's soccer team defeated Elizabethtown two to one and the football team was shellacked 41-10 by Bridgewater. Getting off to a nice start. As they try to improve upon their one and nine season from last year, uh, so far so not good. Thus endeth the bullet report. The business major what happened by benjamin pontz editor-in-chief of the gettysburg at the february 2 2006 meeting of the gettysburg college faculty then provost dan DeNicola announced that the college had a problem the carnegie foundation which classifies colleges and universities nationwide, had announced that its subsequent classifications would include subgroupings. Gettysburg College's classification could then shift from strictly a liberal arts college to an arts, sciences, and professional institution, which would group Gettysburg College with colleges in which more than 20% of the student population is enrolled in a major outside of the arts and sciences. The fear, Nicola said, according to the meeting minutes, is that this could adversely affect the college's national rankings in publications like U.S. News and World Report by grouping Gettysburg with a set of institutions that were not liberal arts colleges. At the time, more than 20% of the degrees the college conferred were in management. Nicola identified three possible solutions. Ignore the rating and continue building the management program. Find a way to limit the number of management majors to below 20% or eliminate the management major, possibly replacing it with a minor. Then-President Catherine Will charged a task force later that spring to study the issue and make recommendations. The task force was chaired by Nicola's successor, Janet Morgan Riggs, who at the time was a professor of psychology serving as interim provost. That fall, Riggs came back to the faculty with a report that recommended continuing to increase the academic rigor of management department courses, a movement that was already In progress after a curricular revision in 2003 that came on the heels of several negative external reviews of the department while separating the program into a major that focused on studying management as a liberal art and an advising program that would allow students from across the college to develop business skills ultimately the management department accepted many of the task force's recommendations, eventually redeveloping the department's major as organization and management studies, which the faculty approved in 2009 and developing a minor in business that was first awarded in 2010. As it turned out, US News and World Report continued to use only the primary classifications in its rankings. So the college remains weighed against other liberal arts colleges, even if it it awards more than 20% of its degrees in pre-professional domains. The background, OMS has continued to be among the college's most popular majors, while business has emerged as the college's most popular minor. Since 2000, in only four of 19 academic years has another major awarded more degrees than management or OMS. However. The number of OMS majors has steadily declined since a peak of 154 in 2004. And in three of the past four academic years, another department has awarded the most degrees to graduating seniors. Since 2012, two years after the business minor was introduced as an outgrowth of the pre-business advising program suggested in the 2006 task force report, it has been the most popular minor among graduating seniors. A proposal to add a major in business. Against that backdrop of ongoing and significant interest in studying business and related fields, the faculty has spent the latter part of the spring 2019 semester weighing a proposal from the management department to add a dual major in business, a new program that would be offered in that department alongside the current OMS major and the business minor. Informal discussions that led to this proposal began as early as the spring of 2017 when Vice President of Enrollment and Educational Services Barbara Fritz and Provost Chris Zappi mentioned to several faculty members that the admissions office was seeing an increase in the number of students who wanted to study business and that without having business as a major, it was becoming difficult to continue conversations with those students about choosing Gettysburg. Fritz noted in an email to the Gettysburgian that data from the college board shows that business is the Second most common intended major for students who take the SAT There's a demand for it that we should be poised to respond to she said Members of the Board of Trustees have also expressed interest in the concept of a major in business in an interview Zappy insisted that neither he President Janet Morgan Riggs nor the Board of Trustees have issued a directive that the faculty adopt the business major though he acknowledged that he believes it is a matter of pressing concern no orders have been given by the president or myself. We've been encouraging the faculty to think about this, Zappi said. The timeline. In February 2018, just before that month's triannual Board of Trustees meeting, Zappi and Fritz invited faculty members from the departments of management and economics to meet and discuss the possibility of a major in business. After that meeting, Zappi said that management faculty expressed a desire to take the lead in developing the proposal. Dr. Heather Odell-Dusso, who chairs the management department, said that she and her departmental colleagues met several times over the course of that semester and the subsequent summer, including a day-long retreat to consider what a business major could look like at a liberal arts college like Gettysburg. While they considered whether the major should be available as a track within the existing OMS major, they ultimately settled on adding a new major to their department. We just went through an external review in the spring of 2018, and that review was overwhelmingly positive, Odell Dussault said, and so it was really clear to us that the OMS major wasn't something that needed to be altered in order to meet the demands of students. On August 30th, 2018, at the first faculty meeting of the year, Riggs announced that a proposal for a major in business that would be available only as a dual major and would have strong interdisciplinary connections was in development. That November, the management department held an open meeting for faculty members to share their ideas about a potential business major. Odell Dusso reported that faculty from across campus came and that ideas for interdisciplinary courses began to emerge. The department continued to work on the proposal over the ensuing months. On January 31st, 2019, Odell Dussault asked Professor of Psychology Brian Meyer, who chairs the Academic Policy and Program Committee, if there was a form or format for the department to submit its formal proposal. On February 18th, Meyer provided two past proposals for new majors that he had received from another member of the committee. The management department submitted its proposal to APPC on February 23rd, and at the February 26th meeting of APPC, Odle Dusso met with the committee to discuss the major, which APPC also discussed in private. Meyer said that the committee's initial impressions were favorable, but that a number of concerns rose to the fore that led him to conclude the proposal probably just wasn't ready yet. Chair of Anthropology Amy Everard, who was a member of APPC during the 2018-19 academic year and will chair the committee beginning in the fall added, we knew the faculty would have a lot of questions. On March 1st, APPC provided its initial comments to the management department, which responded with a second revision on March 10th, the Monday of spring break. At its April 2nd meeting, APPC discussed responses it had received from Zappi, Odal Dusso, and lecturer of management Bennett Bruce to written questions. According to the minutes from that meeting, A broad range of questions regarding the nature and scale of the major, the resources required for effective staffing, and the rapid pace at which the proposal had been brought forth were discussed at length. The committee unanimously recognized the need for a business major. However, the committee was not able to support the proposal in its current form. Meyer noted that APPC could not have sponsored the motion anyway because it had yet to be reviewed by the Faculty Finance Committee. Odal Dusso expressed frustration with what she called inconsistent feedback from APPC, noting that it made comments on the second revision to parts of the proposal that were already in the first revision. It would have been helpful for them to identify the points that they wanted to make earlier on and we could have addressed some of those instead of trying to address them after the fact, she said. That's not consistency. When we try to publish papers in peer reviewed journals, the editors and the reviewers make their comments and you submit your revision. It would be inconsistent if they went back and said, Oh, you need to do this and this and this also. We're tacking on additional things for you to do. That's not a consistent way of reviewing a proposal. Meyer said he could empathize with that frustration, but that it is natural for people to have new questions the second and third time they read something. It is routine to see new comments on revisions, he said. We do not like it as authors, but it happens. It is even more likely to happen on a committee like APPC that has 12 members from all areas of the college who all have opinions. Two days after APPC decided not to sponsor the motion, Odle Dusso and Bruce presented the motion from only the management department at the full faculty meeting. At that meeting, concerns arose about the program's curricular focus, management and oversight, and financial viability. Odell Dusso and Bruce presented a revised proposal at the following meeting on April 18th that contained a new advisory committee that would meet occasionally to discuss the program's interdisciplinary connections and move the declaration timeline back from the end of the first semester of sophomore year to the end of the second semester of sophomore year. After another entire meeting spent discussing the proposal, the faculty voted to postpone a vote to its final meeting on May 2nd. Before that vote could happen, however, the management department withdrew its motion after hearing of two proposed amendments, one that would prevent OMS majors from adding a second major in business, and another that would have created an interdisciplinary committee to oversee the curriculum and operation of the major. The final meeting of the year is typically reserved to celebrate retirements, and at the beginning of that meeting, Odell Dusso said the body's time would be better spent celebrating retiring President Janet Morgan Riggs than debating the proposed amendments. Those two amendments were not something that we think are helpful or objective, and frankly, they are just not fair to our students, Odell DuSo said. To be in a liberal arts school and to tell a student they can't explore a particular area of study is antithetical to what liberal arts is. Regarding the Interdisciplinary Committee, Odell DuSo added, For those of us that have degrees and teach in business and went to management schools, we conduct our research in those fields, we teach those courses, we teach the business minor out of our department, it seems unethical for us to be required to hand this over to an outside body that has the power to make changes to the curriculum we've developed. The final proposal. As proposed, the business major would require 11 courses as well as a critical action learning component to apply critical theory to an experiential opportunity. Only one of those courses is required in the existing OMS major, though the statistics course could also overlap. No more than two courses from any student's primary major would be able to count towards a major in business. The major would be capped at 60 students per year, which is partially an effort to avoid some of the same problems from the pre-2004 management major that, at its peak, graduated 154 students, 22.4% of the 2004 graduating class. Zappi anticipates that the program would require hiring two new tenure-track faculty members, but he cautioned against thinking about that as a zero-sum game with other departments because of the potential for new fundraising. If there are new dollars, we don't have to worry about whose position is not going to get filled, he said. I think we can start to see new dollars so that we might be able to alleviate people's worst fears that somehow the business major would be financed off the back of declining enrollments in other areas. Interim Vice President of Development Betsy Deal said in April that her division has identified more than 800 potential donors from living alumni who were business administration majors before that program was discontinued in 1985. In addition to new faculty, the proposal would require a significant number of elective course offerings. The management department received 24 course proposals after the provost's office authorized a $2,000 incentive for faculty members to develop courses that would meet the requirements of the major. Seven titles of such potential offerings were included in the formal proposal. In March, Zappi said he anticipated that fewer than 10 proposals would result in a payout. Whether these required electives, called advanced courses in the proposal, would have prerequisites is unclear, but if so, those prerequisites could add to the number of course slots completing the major requires. The shape of the major. Dr. Charles Wise, professor of economics and the former chair of the management department, called the proposal that was on the table at the final faculty meeting not as good as it could be. In his view, One approach to a business major could focus predominantly on organizational theory, human resources, and the existing courses that are part of the business minor. In that case, he understands housing it within the management department. However, because this proposal professes a desire to be interdisciplinary, it should require substantive contributions from other departments, Wise argued. As possibilities, Wise suggested that the Department of Health Sciences might be able to contribute to courses on the healthcare industry, which the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services says comprises 17.9% of the U.S. economy, and that the Economics Department could shape a concentration in finance. If they want to make this a really great major, they would want to integrate finance and maybe something like business of health plus their interdisciplinary focus, Wise said. I think I would want this proposal to build on strength, I don't think this current proposal really builds on the strengths that we have at Gettysburg. Dr. Karen Fry, Associate Professor of Management, said that any number of narrower subfields of business could be standalone majors, such as finance, accounting, and marketing, but that an 11-course major cannot require everything. Students are free to take courses like that as their upper-level elective, she said. With 11 courses for a business major, there's not a lot that we can require. In terms of collaborating more closely with the Economics Department, Odal Dusso said she never received any indication that faculty from the department wanted to be involved in constructing the major. The debate. The two amendments that were in the works when the Management Department withdrew its motion reflect two of the more pronounced concerns raised publicly by members of the faculty, the first of which also cuts towards a broader question about whether this should be a required dual major at all concern about double majors in OMS or economics and business. Majoring in business would require 11 courses, no more than two of which can come from a student's primary major. Majoring in OMS also requires 11 courses, of which only OMS 270, organizational behavior, and potentially OMS 235, statistical methods, could count towards a dual major in business. Majoring in economics requires at least 11 courses, of which one, Econ 103, principles of microeconomics, could count towards a dual major in business. Faculty members have expressed concern that allowing students to double major either in OMS and business or economics in business would have students taking at least 20 of the 32 courses required to graduate from the same or a similar disciplinary perspective. Graph professor of English literature, Suzanne Flynn, articulated that concern at the second faculty meeting, noting that double majors in general constrict the amount of flexibility students have to explore the liberal arts. In particular, she is concerned that students double majoring in OMS and business would take upwards of 20 courses in a single department. While she said she has no issue with students majoring in OMS and minoring in business, nor does she have an issue with other required dual majors, such as public policy and international affairs, both of which she called extremely interdisciplinary, she has yet to see the case that the proposed dual major in business provides that same level of interdisciplinarity. There's just a lot of unanswered questions, she said, referring to what upper-level elective courses the business major would require and whether that would give the major a sufficient interdisciplinary flavor. She suggested that one approach might be the management department offering a single major with two tracks, OMS and business. I would wholeheartedly support something like that, she said, adding, I appreciate how much hard work has gone into this proposal, and I feel sorry that people are feeling attacked. Many of us are okay with a business major, just not this one. Flynn said she would not have the same concern about students double majoring in economics and business. Wise, however, is concerned that some students who would prefer to major only in business will choose a related field in which to double major rather than focusing on the broader thrust of a liberal arts education. If you double major in economics and business, he said, you are looking at the world from one perspective. You're getting two-thirds of your courses from this one slice of the liberal arts, and you're sacrificing the broader sweep of the sciences, the humanities, and so on. In his view, despite concerns about over-enrollment and the potential for it to become a default major, which he acknowledged and said would need to be addressed, business should be available as a standalone major. From there, if students want to double major in economics and business or OMS and business, he believes that should be permitted. Yes, it narrows your field of vision a little bit, but we allow for that, he said. If you have a real passion for those areas, that sort of compensates. He called the motion to ban such combinations silly. Dr. Brendan Cushing Daniels, the Harold G. Evans Professor of Eisenhower Leadership Studies and Associate Professor of Economics, said he understands the concerns that pairing OMS and business or economics and business would narrow a student's disciplinary perspective, but he said that helping students experience broad perspectives is a job for advising. R, faculty, staff, students, Role as proponents of the liberal arts is to help open the narrowly focused student's worldview to the wonders of the liberal arts, he said. If we cannot do that, relying on artificial barriers in the curriculum to force it will produce less satisfied graduates. Management faculty members took umbrage at the notion that OMS majors would not be allowed to double major in business. That's discriminating against OMS students and shows a biased view of what OMS is or isn't, Odell Dusso said, adding that she has tried to present the differences between OMS and business, but that some faculty members seem not to grasp the distinction. Odell Dusso also compared the level of interdisciplinarity in the business major with the public policy program, which Wise chairs. With public policy, you've got maybe two or three disciplines to which one can make connections, she said, referring to philosophy, economics, and political science. But for us, we can make connections with people in the humanities, and the languages, and the English department, with Italian studies, the social sciences. We've got sociology, psychology, and anthropology that have submitted courses. So I think that we have the opportunity to be even more interdisciplinary because of the sheer number of different disciplines that we can connect with. You literally could have a student majoring in any other major and make connections to business, and you can't get that with something like public policy. In addition to philosophy, economics, and political science, courses from environmental studies, health sciences, religion, and history can count towards the requirements of the public policy major. For the public policy major's methods requirement, courses from those departments along with biology, mathematics, OMS, psychology, and sociology are permitted. Odal Dusso added that something like 50% of public policy majors' first major is in political science, a related field, something she believes is fine but speaks to a double standard to which some faculty members are holding her department. Lecturer of Management Dwayne Bernard added, It would be kind of like us saying, well, if you're a Spanish major, you can't major in Latin American studies because most Latin American countries speak Spanish. I think that what the faculty members with concerns about pairing OMS and business need to do is study the courses in OMS. And if you look at them, they're not at all business. Forming an interdisciplinary committee to oversee the major. Current majors that require Courses from across the college, such as public policy, globalization studies, and international affairs, are administered by interdisciplinary committees that contain faculty members from various departments. Some faculty members, such as Wise, believe that if the proposed major is going to truly be of an interdisciplinary nature, it ought to be administered by such a committee. We've got a model for how this is done, and if you want to retain the interdisciplinary nature of the major they propose, I think it makes sense to have an interdisciplinary committee behind it, Wise said. I understand their position that they have the expertise in business and that they want to do it themselves, but especially if they were to expand it to include finance, which they should, but now you need to have economics be a bigger part of this than zero. the same if they involve other departments like health sciences or others. Odal Dusso emphasized that she believes it would be unethical for the department to have to turn the major over to a committee that could make changes to it or would be advising students. The business major that we propose is made up of a set of core business courses that would have to be there for us to consider it a legitimate business program, and the people in this department are best set up to ensure that this is what courses are required for students, she said. The majority of the courses they're taking would be from the management department and professors, and we would really be the ones that are the experts in the study of business and the study of management needed to really instill that it's legitimate. Odal Dusso disputed the notion that the major is then not interdisciplinary, saying that, for example, just because a faculty member might not have the expertise to teach an ethics course that would count towards the major, that does not mean that they have the knowledge and education in business or management field that would really be necessary to advise students that were teaching on business and management. Bernard added that members of the management faculty also have professional experience in business. He worked in consulting, Bruce worked for Harley Davidson, and Fry worked in accounting. Garrett Goodwin, class of 21, a political science and public policy double major who sits on APPC and co-chairs the Student Senate Academic and Career Affairs Committee, noted that his academic advisor in public policy is a member of the Health Sciences Department, which makes sense for him given that he has an interest in the pharmaceutical industry. He believes that the business major ought to operate in the same way since students could have interest in all kinds of fields relating to business that other faculty members on campus might have more expertise to advise. Instead of a committee to oversee the major and advise students, the management department proposed an Advisory Committee that would meet once or twice a semester to think about potential cross-discipline connections How we can further enhance them or add additional ones Odell Duso said That does not satisfy wise who said that the committee does not really have any teeth and may well evolve into a nuisance for the management department If it isn't really involved in the workings of the program, it's not doing anyone any good Wise said acknowledging though that he recognizes that the department does not want to lose control of the major I don't know how that issue gets resolved Cushing Daniel said that from his perspective, the calls to remove the major from the management department may be evident of prejudice against that department. The calls to remove the major from management seemed to me someone with no connection to the management department, including no close friendships, based in no small part on the low esteem in which some of my colleagues outside management hold that department, he said. I think Professor Odal Duso was gracious, certainly compared to the words I would have chosen had it been me, in her gentle chastising of that ill treatment by her colleagues at the May 2nd faculty meeting. For his part, Zappi said that he understands why the department would not want to lose control of the major. I think the management department worries their OMS major would be cannibalized by the business major as a second major, he said, noting a concern that Duso acknowledged worries her to an extent, before adding that her department is focused on creating opportunities for students to pursue their genuine academic interests. Zappi added that he appreciates the willingness of the management faculty to form an advisory committee, but suggested that what was proposed may not go far enough to give faculty from across campus a genuine voice in a major that could have a substantial impact on enrollment patterns across campus. Life is all about compromise, he said. Maybe what needs to happen is that the advisory committee needs to be more substantive in terms of the oversight and the development of the major. The stakes. During an interview that lasted 30 minutes, Zappi referred to the marketplace on no fewer than seven occasions. Over the course of this year, he has tried to focus the faculty's attention on foreboding demographic challenges that lie on the college's horizon, many of which are documented in Demographics and Demand for Higher Education, a 2018 book by Carleton College professor Nathan Graw that Zappi admitted at a faculty meeting last fall kept him up all night. Specifically, Groff forecasts that the decline in birth rates around the 2008 economic recession could lead to a nationwide decline of 10% in the number of college students by 2029. For Zappi, such predictions enhance the urgency to develop programs that will satisfy the marketplace's demands, one of which is the opportunity to major in business, something Gettysburg does not currently have. We can say that we don't wanna have a business major. We don't wanna have this. We don't wanna have that, Zappi said. Okay, but when we don't have enough students, we'll start making budget cuts. This is one that we can do in a way that is thoughtful, connected to academic departments in meaningful ways. Faculty Finance Committee Chair John Cadigan, who also chairs the Economics Department, concurs with Zappi's assessment. He noted that he served on the college's long-term financial planning group last year. Its top recommendation, he said, was to develop a business major. We believe that a new major in business grounded in the principles of a liberal arts and sciences education and offered in a way that is distinctively Gettysburg, would significantly enhance the college's long-term position, Cadigan said. Seven members of the Board of Trustees majored in business administration, more than any other major represented on the board when they attended Gettysburg College before that major was phased out in 1985 and replaced with management. Although the curriculum is the responsibility of the faculty and the college's shared governance system, members of the board have expressed interest in driving the proposal forward. I think that many of the board members work and operate in a world that's very different from ours, where decisions are made quickly and implemented quickly, Zappi said. They have this fiduciary responsibility for the well-being of the institution. Their eagerness and anxiety is motivated by love of the institution. In a written statement, Jeff Oak, vice chair of the Board of Trustees and chair of the Academic Affairs Committee, said, The board understands, as do many college constituents and stakeholders, how attractive a business major could be at Gettysburg College. We are thankful for the work the management department put into the proposal and admire the care and dialogue that ensued over the past few weeks as the entire faculty weighed this proposal. We very much appreciate the commitment from the faculty to continue conversations about a business major in the fall. Zappi said he is concerned that some faculty members seem to view the potential of a business major in terms of how it would affect their departments rather than how it would create more opportunities for students to study more perspectives. If we are not responsive to the marketplace, we'll have fewer students overall, and then we'll have majors and minors that are not sustainable, he said. I'm not trying to frighten people. I just think that that's what's coming if we don't respond to the marketplace. He added that some students who have been admitted to Gettysburg College do not come because the college does not have a business major and many more never even apply. Goodwin said that he would major in business if Gettysburg offered it and that he considered majoring in OMS before. During a summer internship, He says he asked a senior executive at a major corporation if that major would provide him enough skills to succeed in business and was told that it was missing courses in major competencies like accounting. So he decided to major in public policy instead. He said he understands the reticence to create majors that focus on pre-professional preparation, but noted that ultimately, students need jobs. Gettysburg can add a liberal arts flair to a pre-trade major, Goodwin said. Skills are what gets a person hired. In her final address to the faculty at its May meeting before her impending retirement, President Riggs hit on a similar theme. The world around us is changing so quickly and Gettysburg College needs to continue to change with that, she said. This does not mean compromising on our mission. That does not mean we should be less careful in our decision-making, but it means being ready to meet the needs and expectations of today's and tomorrow's students, and that includes both what we teach and how we teach. In a May 16 interview with On Target, the Gettysburgian podcast, she elaborated. The goals that we have for our students in terms of personal fulfillment, civic engagement, and contributing to a democracy actually fit beautifully with those same goals that help to prepare students for the workforce, she said. Many times we feel like talking about professional preparation is not as lofty or not as important. And my sense is no, we need to be talking about that too. She added that the proposal from the management department, in her view, fits with that mission the fallout. A pervasive feeling among faculty members, both those who support the proposal and those who have reservations, is that it was rushed to the floor at the end of the semester without sufficient time for all the questions and concerns that faculty members may have to be aired. Cushing Daniels believes more time would have led to the amendments that were ultimately in the works being voted down and the proposal being passed. If this proposal had been submitted to the faculty two months earlier, we would easily have addressed enough of the concerns and avoided the sense of being rushed, and the proposal would have passed by a wide margin, he said. Zappi echoed the desire for the faculty to have had more time this spring to review the proposal, but he said he did not blame the management department for the process it undertook. When you're teaching, advising, mentoring students, doing research, he said, it's hard to do all these things during the academic calendar. If we had brought proposals to the faculty in early March, we would have had time to have had more conversations. I think the unfortunate thing is that some people thought there was an effort to push it through. That wasn't the strategy at all. The thought was, let's get people's feedback and revise. We might be in a different place if we had started in March. The management department contends that factors outside of its control held up the proposal during the spring semester, noting specifically that it took APPC almost three weeks to give them guidance on what information needed to be part of a proposal and for going through multiple rounds of revision that brought up new issues that were part of the original proposal each time. Meyer said that overall he believes both the committee and full faculty review of major initiatives makes them better. New majors affect everybody. And the idea is that the whole body of faculty might make a better decision than five or 10 people, even if they are the experts, he said. The amendment process is what makes motions better. That's why we have the amendment process. If we would have had more time, maybe people could have discussed some of these amendments. That would have been an interesting discussion. Vice Provost Jack Ryan, who sits as the provost representative on APPC and who was a member of the 2006 task force that reviewed the management department, agreed that there were simply too many issues to work out in the short time the faculty had to do so. The bottom line is the proposal needs more work and it needs input outside of Glattfelter Hall, he said. Because the proposal was not approved before the end of the semester, it is unlikely the major would be able to start beginning in the fall of 2020 as originally planned, which sets back the timeline of recruiting students who might be interested another year. The admissions office engages in the recruitment of prospects beginning in their sophomore year of high school, Fritz said in an email. It's a three-year engagement. We are very interested in being able to share an approved major to increase the awareness of students considering college options. The path forward, for their part, The management faculty members plan to spend time this summer considering the feedback they received and bring forth another revision of the proposal in the fall. As for what that proposal will contain, Odell Dusso said it is too early to tell. A lot of this is up in the air, she said. The main goal is to find a way to provide this for students as soon as we can. Revising the current OMS major, adding a second track for business, or sticking with the dual major framework could all be options. I don't want to see OMS as it is go away, Fry said. Even once the proposal is adopted, Assistant Professor of Management Padaraja Selvaraj emphasized that the department will continue to innovate and develop new courses to meet the interests of students. It's like a business environment, he said. I think the company comes with a product which the customers need. Similarly, I think in business, so many things are changing. So when students have come up with demands for certain electives in the future, I think we will definitely, as a department, come up with those upper-level electives to address the demands from students. We don't want to be rigid. Whether that intended fluidity would extend to allowing amendments such as moving the major to be under the auspices of an interdisciplinary committee or prohibiting dual majors in OMS and business is something that the department has not yet determined. That's something I'd have to discuss with everybody, and we'd have to kind of come in our department to an agreement of how we would run to address something like that, Odell Dusso said. We're really kind of taken aback by these amendments and how they came so last minute. Some of those who oppose the current proposal acknowledge that the college ought to be responsive to the clear demand for some kind of major in business. But, given that up to 10% of each class could participate in this new program, they want to make sure that the proposal meets the college's long-term interests. This is why you sense that the faculty are very interested in this. If we wanted to tweak the English major, nobody would freak out. I'm not saying people are freaking out about the business major, but I think people are concerned about the shape of it because it could impact so many students if it's successful, Flynn said. I hope it is. Zappy hopes the faculty can move quickly in the fall. I'm hoping we can bring this to a resolution, he said, so that we can impact the recruitment of students for the next cycle. If we have to make compromises, so be it. After a short pause, he added, the clock is running. on target for this week
1: we'd like to thank the staff of the gettysburgian and the executive board of wzbt for their ongoing support of this project be sure to subscribe to on target on itunes TuneIn, stitcher google play or wherever else you get your podcasts
0: on target is a joint production of the gettysburgian and wzbt the music was composed by Diego Rocha, a 2019 graduate at Sunderburn Conservatory of Music, currently pursuing a master's in music composition. Join us next week, we'll talk to Gettysburg Borough Police Chief Rob Glenny. Until then, have a great week.